Welcome to Quid Pros Quo. This week, we'll be introducing ourselves. I'm Isa. And I'm Rin. I publish under C.K. Jensen. And this week, we're going to be talking about our best writing advice, our book recommendations, and we're going to see where it goes from there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Best writing advice? I actually received some really good advice, like, maybe two months ago. And um, what it is is, like, make writing happen. Don't let it happen to you. Oh, I love that, actually. Right? Oh, my gosh. I I just heard that, and I was like, wow, you know what? I think I do let writing happen to me sometimes, mm-hmm. but I feel like being in control mm-hmm. is, like, way better. Yeah, and, like, don't we all just, like, let creative stuff happen to us? Like, we wait for inspiration to strike, but really we need to go out there and make inspiration strike. I just finished reading The War of Art, which is one of my top book recommendations for this week. It's by Stephen Pressfield, and he talks all about, like, resistance and how we overcome resistance to being creative. And he just talks about, like, you have to, like, go and sit down in the chair and actually, like, write if you want inspiration to come to you. And he has this one quote from another guy that is just like, oh, yeah, I always wait for inspiration to strike. Fortunately, it strikes at 9 a.m. every morning. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, funny. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. I guess another piece of writing advice that I absolutely love is that real writing doesn't happen until the second draft. Oh, yeah. It just gives you the excuse to just, like, word vomit on your first, which is mm-hmm. kind of what needs to happen. Otherwise, exactly. you don't have anything to writing work with. Writing is rewriting. That was exactly. some other famous author. I don't know who. Yes. So, second draft is where you can, you know sit pretty on your words yes. and really think about them but absolutely yeah speaking of sitting my best writing advice is literally to just sit down and write and i have like adhd and that just makes it so hard to like sit down and do stuff but like i know nothing ever happens unless you sit down and write and you know do it until you can't do it anymore do it until you hate it and then come back the next day and do it all over again Honestly, yes. I've heard it said before that, you know, writing is just like any other job. You have to show up to work. Yes. Oh, my god. You gosh. have to show up, sit down, and put something on the paper. Mm-hmm. Even if it's complete garbage. Like, you can, you can still work with garbage yes. later on, but you cannot work with nothing. Exactly. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I think my last piece of advice is if you're a planner, then you should plan stuff out. I know some writers don't like it because it, like, ruins the story for them but I know I can't write without an outline so use your process in a way that works for you I guess is the best way to say that rather than plan stuff out yeah no I definitely agree that having having some groundwork can help you feel like you're not floundering Mm -hmm. when you're writing and it can also give you a jumping point if you don't know where to go exactly yeah that's super helpful for me yeah, well, you were saying The War of Art was the last book you read. Yes, one of the last books I one read. One of the last books you read, yeah. So what else have you liked over um, the past forever? Over the past forever? Well, my favorite book of all time is Stargirl by Jerry Spinelli. It's like a young adult, middle grade type novel, and it asks the question, like, who would you be if the world had no influence on who you are right now? And Disney made a movie out of it, actually. Oh, is that the one with, like, Grace Vanderwall? Yes, that's the one okay. with Grace Vanderwall. Okay. So, that's my favorite book. The movie was okay, but, you know, 
books are like never as movies are never as good as the books books are always <laughs> better yeah um another favorite is the alchemist by paulo coelho which is just another amazing like life book and then flow by and i feel so bad because i'm going to like murder his name mahaley six isn't mahaley i'm so sorry i really should have looked up how to pronounce it before the episode um, but it just talks about the science of flow and, like, how you get into, like, a good, like, work zone. And I enjoyed it so much I wrote, like, an essay on it just because I felt like it. So. That's pretty incredible. If yeah. it inspired you to write an essay, right? you didn't have to. Over the summer. It was summertime. Summer. And wow. I was, like, reading That's this book. Amazing. And I have, like, so many notes from it. It was just so good. So definitely one of my favorites. How about you? What are your favorite books? Oh my gosh, yeah. Over the past few years, I definitely... I'm surprised because it's so hard for me to choose favorites normally. Oh yeah, I'm of course. I'm so indecisive as a rule. But I have like... I don't know. I have a few that I really love and that I would recommend with full confidence. Um, one of them is Vicious by V.E. Schwab. Oh my gosh. And I mean, I know that she has been picking up popularity as her last few books have, you know, been a big success, but Vicious is basically just about supervillains and how people get their superpowers, and it's very, it's so good. It's so good. That's I love awesome. the depth to the characters, the story that kept me guessing, just a fun world, so creative, and yeah. I just, I love her other works too. Yeah, I read her a Darker Shade of Magic series, and I adored it. It was so good. Yeah, that I don't think I've so read good. Vicious. You must. But I I will read it. and I will report back. Yeah, there is a second book. Okay. Called Vengeful, and there should be a third one eventually. 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 Down eventually. the pipeline. We'll okay. Another one that I absolutely adore. It is so emotional. It's just, what a trip. Oh my gosh. It's called The Bird and the Blade by Megan Bannon. And it's basically um, a story based on the opera Turandot. And it's um, kind of set when there's a bunch of... Um, I don't know, competing cons oh, in Asia. Mm -hmm. And basically, like, the main story that is in the opera that will not spoil the book for you exactly is that exactly. Um, a prince goes to Turandot and he basically will be executed if he can't answer three riddles for her. Oh. And if he succeeds, they'll get married. But Spicy. this book, it was incredible. Like, hands down, I think that's probably my absolute favorite of the books that I could recommend. Yeah, that's so awesome. So those are your favorite books. What was the last book that you read? The last book I read, oh my gosh, um, Modern Retelling of Jane Eyre, The Wife Upstairs by Rachel Hawkins. It was so good. It was so good. It totally twists... The story while remaining true to mm -hmm. it and I think it's good for people who love Jane Eyre and for people who couldn't get past 
like you know certain things in Jane Eyre. So whether or not you liked the original fully, you should read this. You will love this. Yeah, because we were talking about this a few weeks ago, and I was just enthralled with the idea, and I haven't picked up a copy yet, but I know I need to. You definitely should. Yeah, you definitely should. My last book that I read was A Short Stay in Hell by Stephen Peck, and I actually do know Stephen Peck. He's one of my professors at university, and this book was like. It actually gave me, like, an existential crisis. Like, I'm not sure if I would recommend it just because it gave me, like, an existential crisis and I was crying. (laughs) But it was, like, so interesting. It's the story of a professor of geology and a devout Mormon who goes, who dies, I think, of cancer. And he goes to hell, but it's nothing like the hell that, like, Mormons envision or that Christians generally envision. He's made up this religion called Zoroastrianism and that's like the true religion. I'm doing air quotes. Um, And because they weren't Zoroastrians in life they have to stay in hell and hell is the library of Babel which contains every book that could ever be written. So most of them are just like keyboard smashes. Um, And you have to find the book that contains the story of your life. And that's the only way you get out of hell. And it was just... Wow, it was just a trip. It was, like, so good, but also just, like, so sad and had me, like, questioning my existence after I finished it. Wow. So, wow. makes you think. That is way incredible. Um, yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there are three other books that I love that aren't as prominent as the other two <laughs> that I mentioned, but they are still definitely up there that I read Within the past, like, year and a half, one of them is called Swords Point by Ellen Kushner, and it's basically about a swords master living in this little, like, town area, and how he does, he basically takes on jobs to kill people, Mm -hmm. and the, when the nobility use his, him, in a circumstance where <laughs> his little code of conduct might have been breached, things oh. go south, and it is a fascinating That sounds read. so it is good. a beautifully done story. Um, I also really like Lost and Found Parts by Sarah Griffin. It is set in a post-apocalyptic Ireland. Oh, interesting. And it's absolutely delicious if you're into, like, steampunk and things. Like, it's a new take on it, and it's wonderful yeah and the last one is sad but it's written beautifully but if you're squeamish about certain content then i wouldn't read it it's called season of migration to the north and it's actually a translation of an arabic an arabic book by Tayeb sally and it is just wonderful um if you're familiar with othello there's some themes that kind of appear and keep reappearing but it's it's wonderful that sounds awesome. Uh, what's the current book you're reading right now? Oh, gosh. I'm currently reading Rusalka by C.J. Cherry. I know she's kind of was a big um, sci-fi name in, like, maybe the 80s, <laughs> maybe the 70s, but, like, golden age sci-fi. She wrote a lot in that era. But nice. I just found this book, and I'm in the middle of it. So it's it's I like it, though. Yeah. I like it. What about you? What are you, if anything, I, what are you reading right now? I am currently reading a queer romance called Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall. 
and it is just so good. It's like fake dating. It's this guy who is the son of two like 80s rock stars and now he's like in the tabloids all the time but he works for a charity and he has to like get his image back up so he gets like this very nice boyfriend to like bring his image back up and they're just like so cute and I'm at the point where they're like meeting the parents and I'm like why can't I have a fake dating at you like please that is cute that sounds wonderful it's so good yeah, and then the next book I'm reading is actually not released yet. It's written by a friend of ours. Uh, it's the second book in his trilogy. It's called Full of Life. Book one was so good. I finished it a couple months ago. And earlier today, I was just helping him plan out book three, which is so exciting to get like a hand in the process of making a book. Like, other than your own, because we're both incredible. writers. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah, my next read is currently sitting on my shelf, taunting me, because... <laughs> I have not made much progress on my current read right now. Yeah. But well, what's my, your next read, read anyways? Yeah, my next read, it's called Empire of the Vampire by Jay Kristoff. Oh, that's so good. I am so stoked. I'm yeah. so stoked to read it. I've heard just incredible things, and I had it pre-ordered, but I guess that wasn't necessary since I haven't picked it up since I got it, so... <laughs> That's kind of where that's, I'm at. That's, like, relatable, though, because I have, like, 20 books on my Kindle that I need to read, and I'm just not reading them. I just, I'm just not, so. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. totally get it. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. My gosh, it's hard to find time to read everything. Especially when you're, like, a full-time student and working at least one job, because I think you might be working two right now. I'm working two jobs. Yeah, so... Let super alone busy. time to write. Let alone time to write, yeah, which we all know is the most important thing, right? <laughs> um, so true. But now that you know a little bit about us, let's talk about what Quid Pros Quo, this amazing podcast, is going to be about. So we're going to be, this is a writing podcast, it's all going to be about writing and reading and just having so much fun. We are going to do book reviews every once in a while. We are planning an episode where we actually review The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, which I just finished reading. Next week's episode, do you want to talk about that? Or yeah. next time's episode, I don't We haven't figured out our posting schedule yet, but... Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, time permitting. Um, <laughs> our next episode will be a little more... It'll be discussion-based... And I'm going to be leading the discussion. It'll be on the concept of having a mother work. Something that you always look back to in your creation process. So we'll be investigating that idea and what that means to us and how that manifests in our lives. Yeah, and I will be doing homework before that to figure out what my mother work is. Because I just have no idea. I was only introduced to the concept of mother work a few a few weeks ago when we were discussing episodes to make. So it'll be super fun. NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month is coming up. We're going to do an episode on planning versus pantsing and everything in between. I'll be leading that discussion. And you can expect either us trading off on leading discussions or having roughly equal based discussions. That's true. And one thing that we would like to try is during our podcast occasionally having little writing prompt sprints and just going at it for a little bit and then reading what we come up with on the spot yes seeing how it turns out little flash fictions written in like 
three to five minutes. Yeah. We think it's going to be so fun, and we would love for you to join us in those. Our other super exciting idea that I'm personally super excited about is get, having guest writers on the show. We know a ton of writers um, just through our writing group and just, you know, talking about our hobbies and our work and our everyday lives. So we're going to try and get some guest writers on here so you can hear some voices other than just ours and you can get some broader opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually, we'd also hope to take questions from readers and see what else they would be interested in that yeah. we haven't already covered or plan on covering. Exactly. That'd be so fun. But in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. You should follow us on Instagram. We are at quid, quid pros quo. Uh, we will link that in the podcast description. And I think that's it for this week. So come back next week where, where Issa will be leading our discussion about Mother Works. Thanks for listening.